0: Well, hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. Well, I've been busy these last days studying up on the RV van lifestyle because the Holy Spirit seems to be heading me down that path. So I've been pricing out vans and watching lots of videos on how to live comfortably to make sure that I do it right and that I make an educated decision, but that's what the Holy Spirit showed me that is right for me, and I kind of inclined to agree with him. Not to living in a house is bad, it's just we come to that place where Jesus said that in order to be, become willing to live, you have to become willing to die, and I've come to understand what he meant by that statement. And In my life, well, God's the most important and tell you the truth I spend most of my time hiking in the woods so if I'm not working well then I'm hiking in the woods or sitting on my patio so I might as well make the woods my patio and then I won't have to travel so far to go to the woods or to go home to get to my patio so I don't know exactly how this all works out yet I'm still studying things and one thing that has been clear to me is that because of Amazon and all of these transportation companies that are delivering because of quarantine, they have bought up all the vans and they've driven the prices up. And then you have people that are going RV in, and so now they're trying to build vans like what I'm talking about. And well, it turns out that vans have become a rare commodity, and a rare commodity means higher prices. And so God's gonna create a miracle for me to pull this off because. I don't want a payment so big that I can't afford to save money by doing it so I'm just trusting God and he showed me this morning that I don't have to worry about it that he'll give me the right deal at the right time and I'll end up with the perfect thing to end up at that place for me he showed me and it's just clear in my gut that I'm supposed to get a Dodge Promaster so there's all kind of other vans out there that I could get but The only one I, he's showed me exactly which one to get. And so now I've got to wait for one of those to come available because, well, I've learned that following my gut and this Holy Spirit, that if I follow it, I end up with a life worth living and I end up making the right decisions. But when I get in a hurry or I let fear get into things and then I start making decisions based on how to get it done or that there won't be what I need. Well then because that's what I expect, that's what I end up getting. I see that my father works that way. And so since I know that following my gut is the right thing to do, and that the Holy Spirit has made it very clear to me that it's the Dodge Pro Master that I'm supposed to get. For one thing is I'll probably be doing some of my winter living in the north, and if you get a one of the other ones, well, they're rear-wheel drive, and that is a front-wheel drive, so it would make sense that if I'm going to have to keep my job here in the north, that I have a front-wheel drive. That's why I'm assuming why it is I feel that way. Why it is this gut tells me that that's the way to go. Because there's not a whole lot of difference between one van and the other, really, of what I can tell. But I just know that this Holy Spirit always leads me the right direction, and I spent my life trying to ignore it and paying the price of it. So now I'm at a place in my life where I just want to live this life of freedom. Not that living in a van is freedom, but traveling with the Holy Spirit and following my own gut is freedom. We were talking about that in a support group just today when I was running one of the groups I run. How that we've spent our whole lives thinking about what it is that other people want of us instead of thinking about what is truly going to make us happy and how that causes all kinds of stress and we end up going to our graves regretting the lives we live and i've come to the place where i've asked myself all the questions of why it is i do what i do and when i came to the conclusion that most of the things I was doing in my life I was doing because somebody else thought I should do it, or because I thought it was the right thing because it's what everybody else was doing. Well, it turns out, friend, I don't want to be normal anymore. Normal was just so overrated. That's what everybody does to fit in, and I'm just, I've never really been normal. I tried to pretend I was. So now I've been following my heart, and my heart's followed me down this path. And it's funny how the Holy Spirit gets me places. It first started showing me the idea of moving into this community in the South, which then made me start thinking about a tiny house, like building a little log cabin, which then looked, made me think about also buying a tiny house, which then went, oh, an RV could do that. And before you know it is, I ended up going a whole different direction, And I still think I'm going to be connected to that community down in Virginia. But I don't see me being there full time. I love the people that live there. But I think I'm going to find myself on the road more than not over the next few years. Because that's where my heart's at. My heart's at nature. And I love the mountains. And I love the desert. And I just love nature in general. So that's what I'm planning on doing is I'm going to explore and change up my lifestyle and become a nomad, basically, what they seem to call people that live on the road. But I'm actually looking forward to it, and I'm studying it up because one thing I learned is that thought of Satan, which is my thought of fear and my thought of selfishness, my father led me to this because... Well, it will conserve space, it will conserve money, I'll be less hard on the planet if I'm uh, living that way, on top of the fact that it will decrease my income needs and increase my time to spend with my thought of the Holy Spirit, and to be grateful for everything that goes on in my life, and if my Father wills it, I'll turn this Kingdom Within into a full-time thing, but I don't know how to do that. Well, I had one person donate to a thing when I first started, but nobody's been hitting the donation buttons that I've seen. and So I don't know where it's going to go or whether it'll ever go anywhere. But that's not my problem. That's my father's problem. That's God's problem. Jesus said call no man father, but the father in heaven. So I now call him father because that's kind of the way I see him in this relationship. And I've just come to trust him. And I believe that he's going to lead me down the right path and Every time I come to a turning point or a fork in the road, I examine, really examine my purpose on why it is that I'm choosing my next decision and look at whether it's in alignment with what it is that God wants of me. And So far, everything seems to be lining up this direction funny thing about it is since I was starting to go one direction and ended up this direction there's nothing saying that I won't end up somewhere else doing something else entirely different. What I've learned is that getting attached to the outcome is the problem. We start thinking we have to be something when there's nothing we have to be except for what it is we choose to be and well I want my father to be it for me so I follow this gut instinct and read Jesus a lot and think about how I can love my neighbor as myself and remind myself often that since I'm just one equal child of God I'm not better than anyone but that means I'm not any less either so that makes it for a much more relaxed lifestyle because I don't have to be more or less than anyone all I have to do is be for me which is to be for my father and he'll put the paths in my life to have me do what it is he wants when he wants me to feed the hungry I feed the hungry and all the things that he asks of me I've been doing and Well, that just makes my life work out, and I can just have faith in my Father since I'm doing what He asks that I'm doing the right thing, even if it seems wrong. Because I'll tell you, not everybody's thinking that becoming a nomad is the way to go. Most folks think that that's quite like insanity. And I guess it would be for a lot of folks, but since I've got this Holy Spirit in my head, I'm not interested in a relationship because, well, I love the the thought of the Holy Spirit so much that I just don't want to be in a relationship that will end up hindering my ability to follow this thought and if my father's will changes for me it'll change for myself but I don't see that happening that's the thing I don't know I can't tell you what the future holds because I've come to see that the future has no real meaning to me anymore that's what the Holy Spirit showed me that was I was trying to create something so that I could decide what I wanted to be. But what I've come to see is that I really don't want to be anything other than what he wants me to be because when I'm following him, I feel right. Even when things go wrong and I think it's going wrong, it's going right because it's going to take me to the next step that I need to make to get to a better place in my life. So I've started looking at things instead of from the standpoint of that it's going wrong I'd look to see what it is that I can learn from the situation so that I can see how it went right. And you can go through the same experiences and end up with a completely different outcome and a completely different thought process when you start changing your mind about these things. Yet nobody can really do it until they're ready to or my father's ready to do it for them. Because what I've come to see is that the only reason He's been able to start doing this with me is because I became willing to die in order to live. I got to the place where I was tired of messing up my life and knew that he could do it better if I'd let him. But he had to show me some things and this hasn't been an easy path for me. But it's been rewarding and I'm looking forward to the future even though I've got no future because nobody's guaranteed tomorrow. I'm just living today. I'm out here on a little stone patio that i didn't even know existed out here in valley forge way up on a hill overlooking these fields and woods and i tell you it's just like heaven where i'm sitting i passed by this spot a hundred times and never seen this patio sitting here but the holy spirit showed it to me and i had my chair with me in my backpack with my hiking chair and well it just turned out it was the most beautiful thing to sit down and watch Friend, I know that me talking about having a voice that leads me and the Holy Spirit being in me and me in him and I'm in, you know, all of that doesn't make sense to most folks. I understand that. But it works for me and what it's done is it's allowed me to process this information. It's allowed me to have my own personal built-in therapist and confidant. Because we talk through these processes. Instead of me just doing things half-assed because I'm afraid. Instead, I talk through it with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit helps me see the truth of things. So it's kind of like having the spouse in my head, which is also my therapist and also my advisor. But it doesn't ask me to run off half-cocked. It helps me think about the right thoughts to accomplish the tasks that it is that... My father wants of me because my gut knows what's right. Even though the the fear thought would say that I might be making a bad decision, there's just no bad decision what I'm making. And the worst case scenario is I end up living in that van for a while. Everything goes all wrong. I end up moving into an apartment and now I have a van that's also an RV and then I can go camping anytime I want even though I'm still living in sticks and bricks. So the Holy Spirit showed me a way about going about doing this that if I do it right then I don't have to worry about the fear because I'm acting with intent and I'm thinking with purpose and I'm not making irrational decisions instead I'm making decisions that others would call irrational but I'm making them for rational reasons for myself. And that's the only thing that really matters in this life is that at the end of the day, there's only two people I got to answer to and really feel confident that I'm doing it right. And that is me and God. And so since I'm following this Holy Spirit, I just can't see that I've got anything going on that's going to be wrong. And even if it's wrong, it'll be right, just as it always is. Like I'm always talking about, but it won't make sense to a lot of folks, and I know that. But I do what the Holy Spirit asks, and the Holy Spirit asks me to give to another what it is I seek for myself. And if I don't, then what he's given to me, he'll take back away. So I talk on here, knowing that nobody will really believe a word I say, but I've just come to see that that's kind of irrelevant. I'm not worried about what the world thinks of me anymore. The only thing I'm really worried about is what i is I think of myself and what my father thinks of me and well, because he's in me and I'm in him, just like you're in him and he's in you, that's the only two people I really feel like I need to answer to at this point in my life and if i I'm finding that that means just following this path of what Jesus said, Jesus laid it out, and that's how I discern his spirit and know that I'm following the right truth because When I'm following that Jesus, I can look at the reason I'm doing everything. It doesn't mean I do it perfect, friend. I'm still not perfect. But what happens is all my intentions are heading the right way. And when my intentions are right, even if it goes wrong, it wasn't that wrong. Because I did it with intent to love my father, my neighbor, and myself. And when I'm doing that, I just can't get too mad at myself even when I make mistakes because well they're perfectly imperfect and perfectly imperfect and imperfectly perfect and all kind of stuff so anyway friend I'm going to make this a short one because the sun's going to be settling over those hills soon and I just want to sit here and enjoy the Holy Spirit sitting on this hill and relax because I'll tell you what even though i'm following this holy spirit i still have that thought of satan like everybody else and it's telling me that how everything will go wrong and how i don't have the courage to do this and well you know without this holy spirit i wouldn't have the courage to do it because i don't have any courage but with this holy spirit i got more courage than a little bit because it's all his not mine he just pushes that fear kind of out of into my peripheral where i can operate even though i still see it and what i found is the further along I come and the more I let go of this fear, the greater my life has become and I've started living instead of being a corpse. I'll tell you what was happening. I've spent a majority of my life being ashamed of the things that I was thinking about in my mind and quite often the results were I did things I was ashamed of and then because I wasn't happy with my life I was on the couch watching heroes in movies in fantasy land wishing to be the hero in my life like they were being the hero in theirs and it turns out with this holy spirit we can become the hero of our own life and it doesn't mean we're doing heroic things like what we watch on tv it means we start living a life worth living and we start enjoying and being who we are and to me friend that's greater than any movie can produce except of course the Jesus movie right (laughs) that's one I can enjoy I got to tell you the other two people that I also looked at while I was studying was I was studying Martin Luther King but I was also studying Gandhi because he said he talked to the voice of God the Holy Spirit and I know that he not, did not claim to be Christian, but he did claim that he believed in some things. And, well, it doesn't matter. I'm not here to justify anything. I'm telling you what it is. Because he, he was a ter- tremendous man that did a lot of good. He freed a nation without raising the hand. just like Martin Luther King gave people civil rights because he was willing to die in order to live. those are the people that I want to be like. I want to be like those people that don't do anything miraculous. They just stop living in fear and start standing for the truth of what is right to them. Not what's right to everyone else. And that's what I see. I'm just following my own truth. And in the end, it'll be right, even if it's wrong. Because I am sure that when I pass from this world, if I keep going this direction when I'm looking back at my life with my Father and with Christ and the Holy Spirit, that we're going to like the picture that we created together because it's a far greater picture than I was creating on my own. That much I know. All right, friend. Well, may God bless you and yours.